Sinister Myth, How Stories We Tell Perpetuate Violence. This podcast challenges cultural mythologies about sexuality in the West, because so often they encourage, perpetuate, or foster violences against women and minorities. It is supported by an Ohio State Affordable Learning Exchange grant and is created by Zoe Brigley-Thompson and Brendan Walsh. Sinister Myth Bite Size is an extra dose of sinister wisdom to keep you going until the next full podcast. In this month's Bite Size, we sat down with scholar and anti-violence advocate Treva Lindsay to discuss the subversive qualities of hair for black women. Hair has so many meanings and so many textures, not <laughs> no lamb word, to the way that people present themselves in the world. I mean, we can think about the structural cases of this. You had a case that went all the way um, to the Alabama Supreme Court about how women can wear their hair at a particular insurance company, to the military having regulations on what kinds of hairstyles you could wear that disproportionately impacted black women. And you can think about what hair are we used to seeing in popular culture that's seen as desirable and beautiful. And so the choice to wear your hair, adorn your hair, manage your hair, shave your hair, <laughs> um, and particularly for people who are women identified, is a really important moment to think about our politics around beauty, our politics around what products are available. There was a recent campaign about hotel shampoo only being for one kind of hair. So if you did need it in a hotel, it wouldn't work for all of these different kinds of hair. And so there's a normalizing of certain beauty standards. There's a normalizing of what and who is acceptable, respectable. And hair is a place where that plays out. It becomes a battleground in many ways about identity and history and capitalism on one hand. And it's a playground on another way because it's also a site for creativity and showing up in the world and being present and visible on your own terms and deciding that. And is also an opportunity to think about the differences among us that aren't as deeply rooted in some of the most weighted connotations of anti-blackness, anti-feminist, anti-queerness, and yet have deep connections to all of those systems. So the reason why we privilege in popular culture straight long hair. Mm. That's an important thing to think about in terms of how cultural colonialism works and how cultural kind of standards are rendered and norms are created. And I love that people are challenging those norms. One of the most interesting parts of Black Panther, for instance, to me, is just such a subtle one, is that the royal army that is full of women all have these amazing shaved heads and they're stunning and and and, and regal and, and, and it's such a fascinating moment to see that in popular culture as the strong, fierce, beautiful, all of these things rolled into one army. And that becomes one representation that disrupts a lot of how we tend to think about what these women look like. And they're women superheroes who are dressed in ways that actually help them fight versus, right, that are really about showing how sexy they are, which is no problem with that. I just appreciate the range and the breadth of ways that we can think about how women show up in the world. And hair is the primary site through which you can see that. <laughs>